Welcome to Living Well. I'm your host, Greg Horn, and I'm here to help you live a better life by sharing leading research, insights, and big ideas in the fields of science and practice that matter most to living well. We respect your time and cultivate to strive your interests in all facets of living well, so each segment will be swift, short, worthwhile, informative, free, and truthful. Today's topic, part of our Nutrition Bites series, is healthy fats, which is not an oxymoron. In the year 2000, Americans averaged 64 pounds of added cooking fat in their meals, up from about 31 pounds per year in the 1950s. Our increase in added cooking fat, which is used to cook and flavor food, and does not include the fat content of the food itself, has more than doubled. Those 64 pounds of cooking fats add up to over 250,000 calories per year. Unlike the added calories and body fat gained from sugary drinks, our bodies are able to account for these extra calories from dietary fats. In fact, fats make us feel full and can be quite beneficial, even necessary to our health. However, the fats from fried food are not healthy for the following important reasons. Frying changes the composition of oil. Many oils have been touted as healthy, such as canola, soy, and corn oil, but they quickly degrade in high-fat frying and create toxic compounds that lead to hardening of the arteries and other health concerns. Additionally, in most American cuisine, frying involves coating the food in a flour batter that absorbs more grease and combines it with simple carbohydrates for a double hit of empty calories. For instance, Many people order chicken sandwiches at fast food restaurants thinking they're a healthy option than a hamburger, without realizing that the fried chicken patties have up to twice as many calories. Cutting out fried foods could save the average American well over 100,000 calories per year, or 300 plus excess calories per day. It also eliminates many toxic burned oil compounds and hydrogenated oils, both of which adversely affect cholesterol levels. Fats have been demonized across the board, but there is such a thing as healthy fat that are actually good for you. Over the past 30 years, Americans have continuously reduced their fat intake, but over the same period, our bodies have gotten a lot fatter. When we reduce dietary fat, we tend to replace it with carbohydrates, particularly sugar, since we need to add a lot of flavor to make up for the missing fat. Eating healthy fats, on the other hand, offers a high degree of satiety, the feeling of fullness. It fills you up quickly and makes you feel satisfied so you don't binge later. If you want to gain some weight, go eat a lot of reduced fat products. Remarkably, many regions have people who are healthy despite their high dietary fat intake. The Mediterranean diet is one example. The French paradox with all its cheese and foie gras is another. Somehow these regions and others have high dietary fat, even saturated fat like the French, Inuit, or Catawba people, yet they show far less coronary disease than Americans with a similar fat intake. A number of factors come into play, including exercise, but the specific types of fats consumed are a primary reason for this difference. The Mediterranean diet has high intake of healthy fats, particularly from olive oil and nuts. Olive oil is loaded with monounsaturated fats and is the primary fat used for both cooking and flavoring food the same way we would put butter on bread. 
Olive oil has one of nature's most potent antioxidants, hydroxytyrosol, and numerous phytonutrient compounds. Even more of this natural protective substance is in whole olives. An 11-year study in Spain found that unlike cooking oils used in the standard American diet, food cooked in olive oil doesn't contribute to heart disease. These fats also come with a healthy amount of phytonutrients, unlike the fats in the standard American diet. Other populations with good cardiovascular health also eat a lot of healthy fats and get plenty of exercise. The Inuit get enormous amounts of saturated fat from their diets, but they also burn large amounts of energy just keeping warm. More importantly, the fats are from natural seafood, which, while loaded with natural saturated fats, is also rich in omega-3 fatty acids. When you look at the various paradox-type diets, you discover they often contain high levels of fats, but they're specifically beneficial fats like polyunsaturated olive oil, nut oils, omega-3 fats, and virgin coconut oil. All of these oils in their minimally processed forms are better than butter, which is almost pure milk fat. By including these in your diet, you'll feel satisfied with how much you eat, and you could eat fewer carbohydrates. The carbs you do eat will also digest and release their sugar more slowly due to the increased level of healthy fats in your stomach. Eating the right types of fats will help you feel full so you can stop overeating. They'll also improve your cholesterol levels and balance. So what are the right types of fats? Extra virgin olive oil is the granddaddy of healthy oils. Omega-3 oils from fish and seafood are also extremely beneficial. Plant-based versions of the omega-3 oils are not quite as powerful as the versions from seafood, but are still well worth adding into your diet. Nuts and seeds offer a rich source of healthy fats as well, and virgin coconut oil is an excellent fat that our bodies process differently than most other saturated fats. How much of these fats can you eat? You might find it shocking given the villain role that fat is actually cast in that I recommend that you eat as much healthy fat from these sources as you like, as long as you're also doing all the other recommendations and living well, like exercising daily and getting eight hours of sleep a night. I recommend cutting out fried foods altogether and getting at least two grams of healthy fats like omega-3 per day, which is, for example, the amount in one serving of wild-caught salmon. As always, send your questions and comments to us at info at living-well.com, and we will answer them on a future show. You can also join us on Facebook at Greg Horn Living and subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen.